Before we get started, I wanted to take about 10 seconds to say thank you. It's often hard for me to step out and create something that I want to, and this project has been really fun for me. It's definitely not perfect like I want it to be, but it's been fun getting to talk with people and share stories that matter. So thanks for listening, thank you for your stories, and thank you for the encouragement. You all are the best. Now, on with the show. This episode was really fun because I actually got to talk to some friends about something that I'm intimately familiar with, which is being a newlywed. It's always crazy for me to compare an interview like this one to one where I have no idea what it's like to be in the other person's shoes, like when I interviewed my friend Bree, who climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. But this time around, with the Fendersons, we talked about what it's like to be newlyweds. So when you get married, you get to bring all of your shit and mix it with another person's shit. And what's crazy though is just how beautiful that can be. I don't know what it's like to be married for longer than three years, and maybe that will be an episode here soon. But what I do know is that for the first few years of marriage, they really do reveal parts of yourself that you didn't know were there. I really enjoyed talking to my friends Jay and Kahita about what it's like to start doing life together. Zach and I have been married for about three years, um, and you guys have been married for what, coming a year now? Coming up on a year? About, no, about a little over eight months, so like eight plus months. Eight months, okay, nice. Um, so I would like to start a little bit before you guys got married, um, and if, I, if you could just tell me about how the two of you met. You want to go? okay um so we met in 2010 i was a young great nice looking (laughs) no um literally it was um the i think like new student orientation or something like that um, this is when we were just getting into college at Indiana Wesleyan uh, University, and um, we—I think essentially we met in class, in either in one the of the groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in the same group as far as like they group people up based off of—I um, th- I don't really know, maybe last name or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, and so because we went to a liberal arts college, they wanted to do like some type of like career vocational building classes or something like that. And um, we were a part of the same class um, and which meant we were part of like the same group who hung out. And, you know, we were to meet each other and introduce each other. And um, yeah, we, we met met inside of that class. And I literally think from that class, we've been friends. Nice. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, so after you met in 2010 um, and we're friends up front, when did you start dating? It had to have been like we, we were friends. For, yeah, we were friends for a long time. Wasn't even on that level. I asked her a lot, you know, probably like two or three times before. And she told me no mm-hmm. all the time, all those times. And um yeah, so it had to have been the third year. Yep, like our third year in college, where she was like, "Okay, I'll like give this dude a try." Yeah, and Kaito, what made you uh, finally say yes? Mm, I think it was because <laughs> number one, time. 
getting to know him, getting to know his character. We laughed a lot together. Um, He was like a really, really devout believer in Christ. And I love that about him. Um, He was like a prayer. He come from a family of like prayer warrior kind of people. And so that was attractive to me, even though I wasn't on that level then right where I wanted to be. So I was attracted to him. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Okay. So then Jay, what attracted you to her? Well, I was attracted literally on the first day in 2010 when I saw her in them ugly cargo shorts she was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why do this beautiful girl got on these baggy pants? But see, Kaida was more of like a tomboy. She was a hooper and grew up with all her brothers and dads fixing cars and stuff. And and so I was just so confused, but I was extremely intrigued. I always thought she was pretty and all these things, but I was intrigued, like, man, this girl is fine. Why she got this on? Like, I need to figure this out. <laughs> and all then lo and behold, oh, we're in the same class. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But yeah, that I was intrigued way ahead of time and, and like years before she was even remotely interested because she was not interested at first, not even the least bit. She's being real nice right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. That's awesome. Um, Okay. So you dated, started dating junior year of college. um, And then as you dated through junior year, through senior year, after school, um, when was it that you or I guess the engagement. So let's let's skip forward a little bit. Um, was it a surprise? Had you guys talked about it? Um, what was that like? Yeah, no. The the crazy part is like we w- we were on and off for a couple of years there. So dated for like I don't even know how long. I'm gonna say a good year. A good we year. And then fell off. Then fell off, and then it, I think it felt it kind of was with yeah. friends again and then um man it's actually a blur to be honest yeah <laughs> it's, it's like you know everything is like you know move move 100 miles a minute you know mm-hmm. you know over time sometimes but um and then you know the age we live in with social media and all this right. stuff we probably we forget most of our lives but um so i know we were on and off for a, for a couple of years um, and then we were completely off in 2015, um, up until January of 2017. Okay. Yes, January of 2017. 20- mm-hmm. <laughs> she okay. says she don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> it really all is a when, when he proposed, it was not a surprise at all, because we talked about it. Yep. I mean, the day was, but we talked about it. We knew what we wanted. And, yeah. You know, it just wasn't hard to figure out what we both wanted and it matched well together yeah mm-hmm. That's awesome. yeah so it yeah i i you know it's fun fun story here so i was you know ready to I, I knew when i wanted to propose right i had my date in mind it was going to be 2016 no 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 no, 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 no. 2017 it was going to be on 31st and it was going to be New Year's Mm -hmm. but her father 
I didn't told her mom and dad because I wanted to ask, you know, hey, um, and her dad told her the day. Oh, no. <laughs> he told her. And so I was like, what? So her mom, her mom is, uh, I love Mama Colin. She's awesome. But she was like, oh, well, looks like you got to do it earlier. She was mm-hmm. really ready for a son. She was ready for her daughter to get married. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, well, looks like you got to do it earlier now. And I'm just, <laughs> so I kind of had to think quick. And I'm like, well, her birthday's in, you know, on October 24th. Well, there's a Saturday, you know, October 27th. How about we, you know, I just propose and take her out then. So, mm-hmm. like, I just, I had got some money together and, and went and got a ring that, you know, cause I was still saving up for it, but right. I had to really go ring shopping super, super, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah. So I ended up proposing super early. It was, it was, it's a funny story. Actually. <laughs> I was happy about it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and she not saying, she not saying how she knew when I was going to do it. She right. knew when I was, go- she was like, I was going to take that to the group. What'd you say? What? I was going to take it to, because you, you, he told you, but you oh, didn't yeah. want to tell me that. You I know. was not going to tell Jay that my dad told me. <laughs> no. I was going to keep that in because I know that's probably like the worst thing ever for guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was mortified. I couldn't believe he said it. I was like, what? <laughs> well, it, it all worked out, though. That's good. Um, that's oh, yeah, funny, yeah. though. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like word gets around so fast and. If you tell anybody, it's almost like cats out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it was just like, I remember sitting in their garage, like mom, mom, it was me, mama Collins and, and, and pop Collins. I call him pop, pop Collins. We, it was just us three. And she was like, yep, Russell didn't told. <laughs> and I was like, told what? <laughs> like, oh my God. So like, I had to really think quick. It was like, oh. You know, you know, it's like a big decision. So it's yeah, just, dang. So it, uh, I like can feel what I felt then. It was crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, all right. So after you got engaged, um, what was it like to plan your wedding? You know, everybody freaks out about the wedding, and then it ends up just being a good day. Um, but did you both kind of plan it together? Was one of you more more heavy? <laughs> well, the no. I really, really wanted to plan this together. <laughs> and I wanted him to, okay, honey, like, I want these kind of flowers. I want those kind of flowers. Every last part of this day. I wanted him wedding. to be included because that's how we do things. That's how we make decisions. But mm-hmm. no, he didn't want to be involved. He said, it's your day. Let's do whatever you want to do. And that made her mad. And mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> and that something Jesus would not I thought I was doing the right thing no. I like, you know what? I, I'm cool I ain't gotta care you know I ain't worried about it you know what I mean oh yeah I like it that's nice you know but she was like genuinely upset when I would say kind of just pick it right and she's like no like we do it together you know how to because I'm pretty- and his words is I ain't tripping I'm like, uh, no, I hate when you say that. Because <laughs> for me, it's like, if so she'll ask me, okay, do you like these color flowers? Or like what, you know, something real, you know, granular that most time, you know, I just, dudes don't really care to pick that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I'd be like, you know, that's, yeah, it's, I'm not tripping, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And she just, that just irritates the crap out of me. 
<laughs> but but I mean, I get why she said that. I'm a pretty artistic person, so I have a I, like a like a flair for the uh, or a, a, like a niche for like the mm-hmm. I don't know like, like art design. And fashion and mm-hmm. paint design all that. Yeah, so I, I have, don't have it at all. So yeah, that's why I was <laughs> so like, like, I want no. him to pick it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lesson number one, yeah. huh? Of marriage, right? Yep. <laughs> you do things together. Do I think things. that was the first thing I learned right there. I was like, okay, so yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be involved. Mm-hmm. That was like one little lesson for real. The first lesson mm-hmm. that yeah. I learned. Yeah, it's crazy because I mean, getting married, you truly do learn so much about like one yourself, but also how you two work together and I don't know are you guys yeah. really interested in like personality types I think I remember um talking about oh yes yeah <laughs> okay well let's get into that a little bit so what are your two uh personality types so uh, I think this is perfect because we are Enneagram people mm-hmm. um so so yeah we have books on this so we, we yeah so Kyla is a four okay we do the tragic romantic so kind of the darkest number on the room yeah like her her favorite emoji is the her favorite emoji is the black heart okay <laughs> got it <laughs> and like she loves that emoji she said it explains yeah how she's feeling you know she it explains it um yeah like typically melancholy like yep. can just be real cool not not saying that she's like a um depressed person sure. right not she just can be by herself and mm-hmm. she's really at one with her emotions just really like at one with them which most people that's really hard to do you know to to really be able to navigate every emotion that they have and, right. and understand it and then you know truly you know make decisions from how things make not just you feel but other people as well you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um I think I understood her number mostly when, when she told me this one thing, I, I, it really made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Kaida, she said one time she was, I think we read it or something, but a four is the type of person where, you know, it's raining outside and it's probably nighttime, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but it's raining or kind of bleak. I wouldn't say night, but like bleak, like, like gloomy, kind of gloomy. Mm-hmm. And like the four is the person that's standing at the w- window, just like waiting for someone familiar to pass by to make them happy again. Gotcha. Okay. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. And so, but every person that passes by, that's not the person they're looking for. It's just kind of sad. Gotcha. And so, and, and that's how she is. If, if, you know, if she's looking for me, she's looking for me. Mm. Nobody yeah. else. Not her mom, not her, like, she's looking for one person. And I, I always thought, like, man, that's, for me, that was sad because I'm a different number. But um, but for her, it's just like, yeah, I just really care about the relationships that I do have. Relationships are important to, you know, in her words, relationships are important to her. And, you know, and so I'm like, wow, like, that is just, I don't know. I've never cared about anybody that deeply, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, about these people, you know. And, yeah, and for me, I'm a seven, and which most people, if you know the enneagram, you probably can tell because mm-hmm. I'm a talker. <laughs> and I just sit back and just go ahead. Okay. That's awesome. It's which a, is good... a really unusual 
Huh? Yeah, it, it's an unusual contrast, but like probably a pretty cool contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, like super unusual. Um, you know, because you know, as a seven, I'm always upbeat. Most of the time, I'm going to be happy. Probably mm-hmm. a good ninety-eight percent of the times, mm-hmm. I'm going to find a way to happiness. Um, and and you no matter what, I'm going to find a way to to see the silver lining, to figure out the best next move, very future oriented. I want to know what is going on in the future. Where is it happening? Who did it? Where is it going? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Kaida is not like that. She is like, no, like we need to look in the past too, to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I can figure it out for you. You (laughs) You know, that was a really hard dynamic at one point. Like, because something we read shows how sevens and um, fours can get a superiority complex okay. where I can look down on her because it's like, you always so daggone sad. Like, would you stop? Mm-hmm. But she can look on me and be like, you just too happy. You just right. una- you unaware of everything, dude. Right. Like, you are just so aloof. You like, and we both kind of look down on each other for those reasons, you know? Yeah. And so it's it's been a really interesting dynamic to like work through and like we've like I you know, nobody we're not perfect at it, but I can definitely say we have balanced each other out and it's such a beautiful thing to me. Yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna let you talk. Yeah. His, his famous thing to say about me is that I sober him up. I bring him okay. sobriety. Oh yes. Because yeah. he is very high strung, you know, most of the time, super outgoing. Um, sometimes he can like be absent-minded and not really consider the things that he say and he could hurt many people in the room mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's pretty much how he is but um yeah I'm definitely the opposite from that but we have learned that our opposites really do come together when we just communicate and when we tell each other how we feel yeah. you know what hurt our feelings and stuff like that and just be open about it. We can cut out a lot of issues and a lot of problems when we talk. Mm-hmm. That's what we find helps. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with personality types that are so like stark difference, like Zach and I are, are similar in that we're very different. And I think in any relationship like that, you know, in any relationship, communication is important, but especially in ones where you can assume things so easily of each other, like, as long as you're communicating through it, you can really understand the other person. But it's when you're making those assumptions that things get tough. So, yeah, that, that's really cool. And, you know, even in eight months of being married for you guys to know that. And that's why I love personality tests so much is because you literally learn so much about yourself that you would normally have to learn through life experience. Right, yeah. right. We have surpassed a lot. We've, well, we've surpassed a ton um because you know one of the hard things was for me to sit down and reflect oh that is just dreadful to me that's <laughs> terrible like mm-hmm. who wants to do that yeah. you know <laughs> um i think that way but it's like i really have to like chill and dig deep and say okay what do i want like mm-hmm. i cannot be a leader you know of anything let alone you know help to like lead my family if <laughs> I don't even consider nobody's feelings. I don't consider my own feelings. You know what I mean? Because we're talking about like 
you know, on both ends of it, you know, mm-hmm. and Tida is a feeler, like to the bone, to the core, you know what I mean? Um, and we've had even some instances where the feelings just literally take over. They they yeah. take over and she don't know where to go. She don't know. And I don't, and, and it's the, the hard part about that is like, I don't even know what feelings are. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Everything is overtaken. Everything right. is overtaken with happy. Yeah. And and if it's not happy, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. But even then, it's like I'm not really gonna be mad very long because I don't feel like it. I wanna be happy, you know. Right. And so we've had to really navigate some hard situations where I gotta be sad. I at least I have to understand the sadness enough to, to right. you know, be on the level. You know, um, I'm not even gonna say go down to no level. Just just be on the same level as my wife. You know, she need help, and I have to. I'm the one there. We, you know, I'm the one that needs to, you know, uh, communicate at this moment. I need to relax. Maybe not even talk, which mm-hmm. is even harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so, yes, yeah, so, woo. Maybe you know this is a good subject now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the this is the good stuff. Honestly, um, it. It's, I just think personality tests are everything, you know, especially in like a marriage or personality, um, knowing yourself. Uh, and I think that they're, they're such a big tool for that. For sure. Um, Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. Um, that was really good. What do you guys, um, what do you like most about your life together right now? Oh, what do you like, honey? (laughs) I gotta be able to think about it. Um, you need to. You want me to go? Go ahead. Of course. I'll end it. <laughs> well, easily. Like one of the one of the greatest parts of being married. I'm telling you, she kind of literally literally just said it. Like, it's. I really believe I was a shadow of who I truly am before I met Kaida. Mm, that's good. I was a shadow of who I truly, not even who I really am, but but to go along with that, who I've always wanted to be. Mm. I've only been a shadow of that person because I'm so used to running on fumes. I'm used to um, making assumptions. I'm used to um, going off of the future. You know, I've always lived on this cloud. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I've always lived on this cloud in my mind and and, in my actions. And Kaida has brought me, you know, being brought down to earth, it might I just, I don't want to make it sound like that's bad. You know, like she brought me down because that's, you know, brought me down yeah. back keep to where keep you grounded. Come on. Nice. That's Sober. a good word. Sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help me up. Help, help me to be grounded. So it's like, bro, you can't, you can't make decisions if you fly in all the time. You got to right. see what's on the ground. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it's funny because to go along with my personality, I, I actually would rather, I like hype. I don't really like being on the ground, which is yeah. I thought it was funny, but yeah, sorry. Anyway, one of my favorite parts about being um, being married is like I've gotten this opportunity to be so, you know, um, at one with who like like the person that I've always wanted to be and who I am today are closer than ever. Yeah, you know, really closer good. than they have ever been, and and that is um that is definitely because of Kaida. Like even just with simple things like, like I, from from her to me, I expect you to do what you said. Mm -hmm. You can't just switch it up at the last minute. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> which is that's hard because as a seven, I like options, and I might change them options at the last minute. <laughs> but, Ooh, but I, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've always wanted to be a dependable person. Yeah, a very like steadfast person, and now I I am. Yeah. I, I'm much more of that yeah. person. She, I'm much more dependable. Because who want to live in a house where you can't depend on nobody? Come exactly. On. <laughs> or your leader is over here and over there. Right. Every, you know, just, you know, you can't be that way. So I'll let you go because I'll. So my you know. favorite part about being married. Oh, you don't cry. No, I don't cry. <laughs> I like my favorite part about being married is the person that I have become. I know that sounds a little selfish, but yes, I do love, you know, what I'm becoming. But yeah. the to me. Like with anybody, any human being, when you have to cohabitate and do life with somebody else completely different from you, mm-hmm. that takes work. Ooh. It takes work and it shows you all of your downfalls, you know, all the things that you thought were okay or you didn't even recognize because you were because you were single. And then when you get in, you know, living with somebody else and doing life with somebody else, you start to see like the darkness of who you are. Yeah, which also goes along with my four because I can spot tragedies of yeah. things. So I like, you know, what I used to be. I used to fight with depression a, a lot, probably because of my number and the things that I'm attracted to and how I'm so consumed with my feelings. But um, I used to fight it a lot. And I think living with a seven, doing life with a seven, a person who's so outgoing and try to be optimistic has like, completely like it it balanced me out to where I don't fall into depression anymore um I don't have to deal with like those dark moments where I don't I can't move on in life I can't serve my husband and you know I just can't really do activities the things that I used to love so yeah I I appreciate that about marriage that's cool I like that your answer is like I like that both of your answers very much included like how you've grown as individuals because, you know, I think especially early on in marriage, it's really easy to just stay focused on the other person. But um, I've heard this quote a lot recently and it's like, you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can help somebody else. Mm. And I know I've been learning in our, in our marriage, um, similar to what it sounds like you guys have been learning just that like, if you if you are learning and you are growing as an individual, then it makes the partnership like so much stronger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it really do. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. Having like even like individual counseling. Yes, we do counseling individually, not together. Yep, yep not together. Mm-hmm. Individual like, counseling. I mean, and I'm sure we might get it together. You know, mm-hmm. I I just don't know what circumstance we yeah. may need to. But I feel like if we're always working on ourselves, you know, we may not even need it. Yeah, and my thing is like too. One of the things I have noticed, and I haven't even talked to Kyrie about this, but like one of the things that I have noticed is that most of the time, you know, you know, I would say most of the time, probably ninety percent of the time, we're doing really well. Yeah, we're not yellers. We're not, you know, oh this, that, and the other, and you know, I'm gonna yell at you, or you know, I might be upset about something, but because we care about who we are in this union as individuals, mm-hmm. we come back pretty quickly. Like, it's like, I cannot sit up here and be mad, you know, 
like, why? I don't want to be that kind of person. You know, I just don't want to be that at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so I need to go the route I need to go to fix this. You yeah. know, I need to, what do I need to say? What do I need to confront? Mm-hmm. What do I need to, you know, do? Which, like I said, I love it because um, that was just not how I, that's not how I used to be. Right. <laughs> I'd rather just sweep it under the rug and like, okay, well, what's the happy part about it all? What's the good things? Yeah. Well, well how could we be grateful, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a huge thing right there. That's awesome. Um, so you guys have grown a lot, even in, you know, the short amount of time relatively that, that you've been together. And so I want to ask what, in, like, if you think real far ahead, like 50 years from now, um, and you're looking back on your guys' life together, uh, what do you mm. hope uh, it will be full of? Or what do you, yeah, what do you hope you will have lived? You want to go? You know you should go. Okay. <laughs> I just want to, yeah. Um, well, and I'm, I'm, I'm excusing, like, kids and all these things like sure. kid, oh yeah I want to have kids and be grandparents on this stuff honestly I want to I want to have be able to say that I've led a, my family well mm. I can look back and be very pleased with how I dealt with situations how I've come to resolutions whom I've um you know spent my time with um, you know, and, and how I've allowed that time that I've spent with whoever to, uh, you know, affect how I run my family, you know, um, in regards to like, you know, not really trying to bring people into my circle that's going to be damaging to my family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really, that is my hope. I really want to say that I have led my family well in all areas, you know, mm-hmm. um, like, because I, I really... Uh, kind of bonkered down on the four intimacies that should be a part of marriage um emotional mental physical and spiritual and i really want to make sure that i am really leading in all four of those areas you know you know i'm a you know i'm a, I'm a man you know a natural man first like yeah it's not going to be all the time but most of the time i'm really leading well you know i'm confronting when i need to confront i'm 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 laughing when i need to laugh you know, which I probably could dial back some because that's probably all the time. But, um, but you know, that that's that's my largest hope as of right now. Yeah, and my hope would be that, um, I would say that you know, being a four again, because I think that just my personality has a lot to do with everything. Like, yeah. you know, just my outview, my hopes, and one of my biggest hopes is that. I, you know, when I can look back in about 50 years, I can say that I lived a life that was full of joy and that was meaningful and that, you know, I didn't just sit and cry, you know, most of my days away and, you know, I didn't bring my family down in this dark hole, but that we actually lived a good 50 years of joy and happiness. Yeah. And, it's so opposite of me sometimes that, yeah, that's my hope. Yeah, it's I don't really good. Time, I don't want to waste my days away. Yep. Being, you know, down. Which is so funny because 
I mean, to me, that aligns perfectly with me because I'm joyful even when I don't want to be. Right. And, and you know, Jay, your like, answer aligned really well with hers too. I think that um, you guys do a really good job of, of balancing each other out. And uh, mm-hmm. like you talked about keeping, you know, keeping one grounded and lifting the other up, like that will hopefully allow you and really enable you to get to those dream scenarios. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would. We're excited. We, we are excited. It's, it's, you know, not a, you know, I don't want to make it seem like it's like not like it's something really this difficult thing because it's really not. It's not a very difficult task. I would say it's not easy, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily okay. difficult either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as, you know, just being married, you know, um, attributing, you know, relating to another person. You know, I just think it's just to me, it's just a natural balancing of, of a human. Like we all need some type of balancing out, you know, not everybody is meant to be married, you know, but, you know, we're all meant to like, you know, have this kind of balancing of like what, you know, what we've grown up to be and the bad things that we grew up with or, and and how we, you know, how, how we learn as adults, um, who we are and how we are, what we like and what we don't like. Yeah. And so I, I just think it's been, it's a, it just feels natural living with Kaya. It feels very natural, very like, like this is annoying, but I'm probably annoyed because I need to deal with something. Right. <laughs> so it's just, it's like, and when I deal with it, it's like, well, I, I feel like this is really good. I'm glad, you know, all that. So. Yeah. And, and you get stronger from it. Like every experience yeah. that's hard you learn from, you know, there's no growth without adversity. And so. Mm-hmm while adversity like sucks it's it's good because it it makes you stronger it really does and it sounds like you guys yeah. are just really intentional with it and i i think that's so important um from there you've you've talked a lot which i think will be helpful to people who are newlyweds and i know i've appreciated hearing from you guys but do you have any other advice for for people so if you were to sit across the table from a pair of friends that you know just got married yesterday um, eight months in, what's the advice? Yes, I already got mine. You want to tell yours? Yeah, oh, my yeah. advice really is to have some mentors that you got, you know, and ones that's real, not not them fake ones that's just there to get the money. Right. But like some real counselors, some real mentors that's mm. going to tell you the truth and that you can be real with about your situation. You know, your do's and your don'ts and what you do like about your husband, don't like about your husband. but just get somebody that's going to tell you the truth mm-hmm. and uh, and then always communicate because communication will, will trump everything. everything, you know, you don't even have to invite nobody into your business as long as you communicate with your spouse mm-hmm. and y'all get it all out in the open. Like there's, you, you can always solve a problem when you just talk and get it out. Don't assume. And then everything is not an argument. Everything is not a big deal. Some things you just have to compromise um, and you just may need to just sit back and be quiet. Really? Yeah. Yes. Good. Go ahead. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would think the the most important thing I would say, because one thing I can't stand (laughs) is and over, you know, and, and this might upset people, but I mean, you know, this is just how I feel, you know, an overly like um, 
emotional man, mm-hmm. um, a man who's like, you know, the woman can't really, you know, go through what she or communicate with you because you're trying to yell over her and talk over her and your will over her will and all this stuff, you know. And in my opinion, you know, women are extremely strong. And sometimes, and Kaida is stronger than me in a lot of ways. But I think, and and I think as a as a male or as a man, I think. You know, this might be some, like traditional or something, but I think that there's a way that we can handle things that can really ease situations. We don't necessarily have to be, you know, have to, you know, um, and I'm not saying women succumb to their emotions all the time, because I don't want to make it seem like that. I'm just speaking literally from the male perspective. I think that there's a way that we can just be cool on how we feel sometimes to just allow things to go. And this might be a personal thing for, for just me. And I'm really trying not to offend people, <laughs> but I think uh, from what I see a lot of times, you know, you know, I just, I, I just think arguments are ridiculous sometimes, like people yelling back at each other. Even if Kaida yelled at me today, I'm not going to yell back. Like mm-hmm. I might be heated and mad and all this stuff. Okay. You know, like you could talk to me without yelling, you know, <laughs> I'd rather tell her that than mm-hmm. yell back at her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and so I think on both sides, like seek to like diffuse that stuff, you know, diffuse arguments and stuff, because I think when we get in our emotions and really try to prove our points, that's when stuff get real ugly. That's right. when it gets real ugly. You get, you get real nasty and y'all ain't talked for this many days and he on one side of the bed, you own up, you know, all of that crazy stuff. Like, just like try to your best to ignore those emotions that want to be right or right. want to tell the other person you ain't do that. You know, you have to really put those emotions aside and like seek to diffuse, to really talk it out, what's going on and say what you have to say calmly. You don't have to yell. I don't know. That yelling stuff is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. And it goes back to the whole communication thing and um, mm-hmm. how most of the time, people's intentions are good, especially in like a relationship. And so when something is, when, when you get mad at the other person, it's usually for a lack of understanding what they meant. Now, not always, of course, but mm-hmm. that's what I've found is like, if I get really yep. mad and really heated and really like in my emotions and I don't seek to like understand why Zach may have done mm-hmm. something, um, then I don't even give him a chance to explain or I don't give myself a chance to like put myself in his shoes and say, okay, I understand like why that happened. That's not how I would have handled it, but I understand. And, you know, then you, you start to diffuse it like you're talking about. So. Right. Yeah. Just diffuse. Okay. How, okay. You handle things like this. I don't think that's effective. Right. Well, why don't you think it's effective? You know, then you just talk it out. You understand where the other person is coming from because. Yeah. yeah that, that, Especially that, if you know that. that. Yeah, and especially if you know the other person's personality, then it's like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Like why you did it. It makes sense, right. Right. Before I got married, I knew of the word sacrifice. I knew of the word love, and I knew of the word commitment. But after three years with my husband, Zach, those words have a lot more meaning. We talked about it a lot in this episode, but knowing yourself in or outside of a relationship is crucial to your own happiness. Without understanding who you are and why you do certain things or act a certain way, 
you'll have a much more difficult time navigating through relationships and experiences. So whether you find yourself happily married, struggling to figure things out, or single as a Pringle, as my sister would say, seek to understand who you are. What do you really want deep down in your heart? And why do you want that? And what are the hurdles that are keeping you from it? It starts with you. And I promise you're worth that discovery process. If you're vibing with this podcast, I put out episodes every week or two. So subscribe to get notified when a new one drops. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram at Todd. I hope to talk to you soon and get out there and prove your inner critic wrong.